Hello everyone, my name is Evan Macknick and welcome to another episode of the Happy Monday Podcast. The podcast where we pick some uplifting stories that you may have missed from the previous week. A new episode drops every Monday so that you can start your week on a good note. On this episode, a 104-year-old woman is arrested in her nursing home. Muslim doctors have converted part of their mosque to a free clinic. And a Marine veteran helps restore some damaged American flags. Daria Pushkareva was a successful photographer living in Russia's capital city of Moscow when she decided to leave the bustling city life behind which is why she now lives in the woods with over 100 rescued animals. As a child growing up in Russia, Pushkareva had always dreamed of rescuing dogs and opening up her own dog shelter. Though she ended up leading a robust career as an elite wedding photographer in Moscow, she always felt a desire to leave everything behind in search of something more. Pushkareva's first rescue was a one-eyed, flea-covered puppy from the local animal control. She soon started taking in more rescued animals, especially those that had special needs. Her rescue efforts kept snowballing until one day when Pushkareva finally decided to follow through on her dream and buy a country house in a forest 100 miles from Moscow. Pushkareva and her husband now use it to care for the animals, including raccoons and foxes. The animal rescuers say that even though taking care of 100 critters can be exhausting, Pushkareva now feels more fulfilled than ever, and she hopes that her work will help to show people that even disabled dogs can live long and happy lives. A 104-year-old woman, who has never been in trouble with the law, has been arrested by police as part of a bucket list wish. Anne Brokenbrow, who is a resident at Stokely Care Home in Stoke Bishop, Bristol, was detained by two officers as part of a charity event. Mrs. Brokenbrow, who is a former secretary, filled out a form which stunned staff at the care home. She wrote, My wish is to be arrested. I am 104 and I have never been on the wrong side of the law. Two officers arrived at the care home and arrested Mrs. Brokenbrow and took her for a run in a police car. Officer Rob Cole said, It was our first time arresting anyone at a care home. She was surprised to see us. I don't think she could remember at first that she'd wanted to be arrested. But when she saw us and the handcuffs were coming out, she went along with it then. She didn't resist or anything. Mrs. Brokenbrow said she'd enjoyed being the wrong side of the law for a change. She said, I had a lovely day. It was interesting. Nothing like that ever happened to me before. They put the handcuffs on. I had the lot. What did it feel like being a criminal? Well, it will make me much more careful of what I say and do. But the police were very nice throughout. Two middle school students are filling the bathroom with hundreds of messages of positivity, letting their fellow classmates know they are loved. Eighth grader Gabby Fogg started the movement with the message, You are beautiful. A lot of people don't think they're beautiful and stuff like that, so everybody thinks negatively, Gabby said. Josie Homestead saw Gabby's message and decided to join in. She put a stack of post-it notes in the bathroom and encouraged other girls to leave messages as well. 
Everyone kind of joined in, and I think it pretty much every girl in the grade wrote one, Josie said. So I think it also creates the sense of unity, and it unifies everyone together with this one cause. That cause is shifting the focus from the physical image they usually see in the mirror to inner beauty for anyone who may need a boost. Teacher Diane Sinkowski said, School is important because you're learning all the things you need to have to. But to have this happen and to just share these messages with everybody is just wonderful for these girls. Rather than letting dust gather on the shelves of their storage space, this mosque in northern Ohio has converted its spare rooms into the region's first free clinic. The Cleveland Ibn Sina Clinic is located inside of the Islamic Center of Cleveland in Parma. Although the facility is being run by 20 different Muslim doctors, volunteering their skills, its doors will be open to uninsured patients from all religions and walks of life. Also, all of the clinic's services will be free of charge. The only thing that patients will have to worry about is the cost of prescriptions. In addition to offering primary care services, the clinic will also offer treatment for sleep disorders, asthma, allergies, respiratory medicine, and mental health conditions. The clinic will only be open on the weekends with doctors traveling from Akron and Cleveland on a rotating basis. Dr. Mansour Ahmed, who was one of the doctors volunteering at the clinic, said, We have the ability, we have the potential, we have the resources. Giving a little bit of your time, I think, goes a long way in making a difference in people's lives. Vivian Lewis was captain of her high school's cheerleading squad in 1966, but she stopped cheering when she went to college and got married. Three daughters, six grandchildren, and three great-grandchildren later, she's back to performing. But now she's doing scream-making, sweat-dripping, hip-shaking hip-hop in front of thousands of people. Lewis, who's 71, is part of Wisdom, the Washington Wizards' new dance troupe with members who are all 50 and older, that was created to whip up fans at Capital One Arena. Wisdom's 20 members, ages 50 to 76, sport red and blue jumpsuits and white sneakers as they bring up a new choreographed routine for seven of the season's 40 home games. They dance mostly during timeouts, while the Wizards' regular dance troupe, the Wizards' dancers, perform at halftime and other breaks during the game. The fans really get behind them, and it's an instant support, that they get because they're older, Wisdom coach Derek Whitfield said. But when they come out and they're performing these moves and executing them as great as they are, the shock value is another thing as well that gets the crowd. Charlie, an 11-year-old golden retriever and four-month-old Maverick play, take joy rides, and even nap together. But Maverick plays a rather larger role in his pal's life. Maverick is Charlie's seeing-eye dog. According to their owners, Chelsea and Adam Stipe of Mooresville, North Carolina, Charlie was diagnosed with glaucoma and had his eyes removed a little while back. So on New Year's Day, they brought Maverick home. As the months went by, Maverick began helping Charlie get around. He brought the golden retriever his lost toys back to him. The puppy even uses a leash to help guide him and help his owners pull Charlie as they go for walks. Not only is Charles Tillman afraid of large bodies of water, which he credits to his intense fear of sharks, he also has no experience in rowing or construction. 
Despite his fear of water, this former NFL athlete is preparing to embark on a voyage across Lake Michigan for charity. Tillman played as a cornerback for the Chicago Bears and retired in 2015. Tillman says that he is building his own boat as a means of saving money and raising more funds for their charitable goal. Since boats for this type of voyage generally cost about $80,000, he and his kids have been working together to build the vessel that will take them across the lake. Once it is completed, they will bring it to naval experts for a safety check before plotting out their quote-unquote Row for Kids expedition in accordance with the weather. A Marine veteran is helping Alabama communities recover after the series of devastating tornadoes, one American flag at a time. Jamie Popwell, founder of the organization Flag for Vets, said he was helping to clear debris in some of the hardest hit areas and he noticed that many of the affected properties were left with damaged flags and flagpoles. Flags for Vets gives flags to veterans free of charge as a show of thanks for their service. So Popwell saw how he could use his expertise to help his fellow Alabamans begin rebuilding. Our flag is a symbol of hope. As a country, we have fought and done so much under that flag, Popwell said. Being able to see that flag has always given me hope, and that was my desire, to give them hope. It's not just cloth material, it is the fabric of our country. Tarpon Springs High School senior Anna Perez has found her calling. I want to be a wildlife and aquatic veterinarian, she said. The passion started in her native Puerto Rico, where she would bring home stray injured cats and dogs and nurse them back to health. Her family moved to Tarpon Springs last summer due to the effects of Hurricane Maria. Coincidentally, her new high school happens to be home to Pinellas County School's Veterinary Science Academy. Students there operate a doggy daycare, groom animals, and serve as surgical assistants to veterinarians in the on-site surgical suite. Perez currently has 407 service hours caring for the animals and just received the President's Volunteer Service Award. She plans on going to St. Petersburg College in the fall, then transferring to the University of Florida. A World War II veteran turning 100 years old next month is hoping to receive birthday cards from around the U.S. and the world, something he's always wanted. Emil Valentine of Hudson Valley, New York, will reach the milestone birthday in April, decades after he served in the Army's 27th Infantry Division according to Representative Sean Maloney from New York. Valentine was deployed to the Pacific, where he encountered heavy fighting, was strafed by enemy fire several times on beaches, and was attacked by kamikaze pilots, the congressman's office said in a news release. Maloney is aiding the effort after Valentine's family reached out to his office. The veteran always wanted birthday cards from around the U.S. and around the world, and Maloney is hoping he'll get the cheerful celebration he deserves. Emil answered his country's call to serve, and now it's our turn, Maloney said in a statement. I encourage everyone to take the time to send a card to Emil to help celebrate his special day. Anyone interested in sending a card to Valentine should deliver them by April to Emil Valentine, that's E-M-I-L, P.O. Box 1001, Rock Hill, New York, 12775. That does it for...
That does it for this episode of the Happy Monday Podcast. I'd like to thank our ecstatic level patron, John Macknick, and our top patron, Rich Macknick. If you like what you heard and want to join them, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash happymonday or on our anchor page. If you can't contribute financially, please rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends. You can get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or if you have a story that would be good for a future episode, send an email to happymondaypodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can leave a voice message on the Anchor page, anchor.fm slash happymondaypodcast. Thank you for listening, and here's the Happy Monday quote of the week from Albert Einstein. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle.